This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, 8.35 in the morning. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana Mokhtar with Philip C. and Wong Xiaoning. In half an hour, we have the opening bell where we check out how Bursa Malaysia begins the trading day. But before that, let's turn our attention to strategies to safeguard users from potential cybersecurity threats. So with the rise of malware scams posing significant risks to user privacy, Google has launched a trial in Singapore to block installations from unverified sources on Android devices. This measure aims to safeguard users from malicious apps often exploited as conduits for malware. Last year, between January and August, more than 1,400 victims fell prey to malware scams, resulting in losses totaling at least $20.6 million. This security feature is currently undergoing a pilot phase in Singapore in collaboration with the cybersecurity agency CSA. So will this trial effectively address malware risk and how can its implementation serve as a model for other countries facing similar cybersecurity challenges. For insights on this security feature, we have on the line with us C.F. Fong, CEO of LGMS Berhad, a company that specializes in cybersecurity services. C.F., good morning. Thanks very much for joining us today. So Google is rolling out a trial to block app installations from unverified sources on Android devices in Singapore. What specific risks do users encounter when installing such apps on the Android devices? Well, thank you for having me. Uh, site loading is always a very popular move for Android users. Uh, it allows you know Android users to install apps from unofficial stores. Well, I think Singapore government, this, uh, for Singapore government, this is an excellent move mm. because most of the financial scams that we see today uh, originate from the uh, unauthorized installations of apps. Scammers today are using um, unofficial apps uh, to trick users to install on the phone, and hence, you know, a lot of these uh, financial scams were actually origin from some of these uh, unauthorized apps. I think this is an excellent move. So, give us some context. Why do Android users, particularly, right, face a higher than expected risk regarding security vulnerabilities when installing apps from unverified sources? This is also based on the nature, the open nature of the Android platform. Uh, it allows the users to customize, uh, allows the developers to customize and allows the users to install apps from unofficial stores. Now, in contrast, if you compare with uh, iOS, you know, which is uh, more on a closed uh, security framework, that uh, site loading is almost impossible un- unless you really jailbreak the, the phone. So uh, it's, it's essentially it's based on the open nature of the Android platform. CF, help us understand how effective is this block app installation uh, in terms of safeguarding against scams? Because I'm, I'm not an expert in this at all. And I, at first, when I read this article, I was a bit confused yeah. how it works. Well, I think, you see, the most of the um, malwares, uh, financial app, uh, malwares today are really distributed to social medias. You know, scammers today, they like to send the victims uh fake financial apps, fake uh, booking apps, you know, to trick the users to the victims to install the, those apps onto their phone. Now, because of the site loading features of Android, any users or the potential victims could easily install those apps onto their phone, which allows the uh, scammers to read their personal data, to read, you know, read their SMS, their contact details. Now, this process itself is dangerous because those apps that were developed by the scammers, by by the hackers, were not verified or not um, uh, security checked by anyone, right? So that's why when Android 
prevent them, prevent the victims from installing apps from unauthorized sources, meaning that um, from that point onward, uh, the, the potential victims will not be able to install any uh, potential harmful apps from the hackers or uh, the, sca- uh, the scammers. So I think this, this is a good security mechanism, security protection, meaning that in, f- in the future, any apps that the users wish to install, it has to come from the official app store. Mm. Now, when an app to be listed on the official app stores, the apps needs to be verified. The apps need to be checked by uh, by the official Google um, team, and uh, this create another levels of assurance. What has the reaction been to this move, uh, CF, that you've seen, both from users, but also, I suppose, from the app producers themselves? Because now uh, many of them may have to go through that extra step of getting verified from uh, Google or from whichever authority that they need to in order for Android users to download their app, no? Yeah, exactly. Now, now for legitimate uh, developers, I think it is uh, part of the uh, the application rollout process. They still have to go through uh, the verification process. Now, this you see, security is always comes in in the balance of between security and flexibility, right? So the, this this blockage, I would say, it will cause some minor inconvenience. I would say to some developers who do not wish to uh, have their apps to be listed on app stores. Mm. Uh, perhaps they are sharing the apps um, within a small community or maybe you know within a within a small organizations they would not want their app to be listed. Mm. Now, in general, I think this initiative of blocking unofficial uh, apps is good because uh, if you look at the general populations, those who fall prey to uh, financial scams, uh, those victims who inevitably install the, the apps, and these kind of mechanisms can help them to prevent it can help uh, to prevent them to install unauthorized apps in the future. So I think this is an excellent move. And seeing just bring it closer to home in Malaysia, right? How, you know, is our population um, kind of affected by all these malware scams are we disproportionately more affected than the rest of the global population no we are same as the uh, the rest of the world uh, i think most financial scams today and uh, most um, fraud uh, online fraud today happen because of uh, unauthorized apps uh, we have uh, you know we have many case studies where uh, victims uh, basically basically victims uh, fall prey to financial scams most of the time is because their phone were, were hacked now typically for a uh, for an Android phone to be hacked, the most common way, most common way for a phone to be hacked is for them to install unauthorized apps from the uh, scammer themselves. Uh, scammers will use a uh, marketing campaign to disguise the apps, you know, and uh, trick the the victims to install those apps. Uh, once those apps are installed, you know, here, there goes their financial information, their SMSs, their contact details, and and the rest of the, uh, personal details. And so we talk about Singapore taking action. Where do you see Malaysia's action so far in addressing this? Well, I think the Malaysian government is still doing a... Um, um, <laughs> uh, we are not as fast as Singapore, of course, but I think we still have awareness going on. But having you know general awareness is not enough because, you know, as you see, the cybersecurity and the IT itself is moving so fast. We need to catch up uh, most of the time. And, and also, the other thing is that our social media... Um, a lot of scam campaigns actually run on social media platforms, and uh, our authorities are not. I, I, the, I mean, the way I see it, uh, we are not fast enough to uh, to work together with the uh, social media platforms to put off all these um, uh, all these um, scam ads advertisements. So I think we are still uh, a distance to go. I mean, we are we're not fast enough. 
Okay, aside from that, if let's say we were fast enough and we wanted to actually implement what is a pilot scheme in Singapore in reality and enforce it in Malaysia, what would be some of the hurdles that we would actually have to overcome? Would it require regulatory approval? Would it require the buy-in of the telcos? How does it work? I think definitely it has to come from the top, uh, from a regulatory perspective. You know, the regulators, like for example, in Malaysia, it's MCMC. Mm-hmm. They have to take initiative to, uh, to work with the social media platforms to, uh, and also to, um, like for instance, in with CSA in Singapore, they uh, work closely with uh, Google. I think we should follow suit. I mean, um, to at least, these moves will at least uh, lower down the chances of uh, Malaysians of getting uh, unauthorized app and malwares on their phone. I think this is something that we should be uh, doing a follow suit. And how effective has you know the social media platforms been in addressing this issue? Right? Are they cooperating with respective jurisdictions and governments? Then, I think in Malaysia in particular, um, unfortunately, I, I think our government still not uh, having a, a strong voice, you know, towards the uh, social media pr- platform operators. We still constantly see um, you know scam advertis- scammers advertising their ad- apps or. Uh, advertising their their campaigns, you know, on the social media platforms. So I'm just hoping that um, you know we take more stern and uh, serious attitude towards these social media platforms operators. Um, so I'm really looking forward to to see that day where Malaysian government have uh, you know penal- will will have laws to penalize those uh, social media platforms who are non-compliant. CF, though, in the meantime. What is the PSA that you can give listeners with regards to avoiding um, being scammed? What should we, have, you know, what should we not do? Yeah, I think for for everyone who today who is using a smartphone, right, including myself, um, always ensure that we do not install apps, you know, that sent over to us from social media platform, like for example, your messenger uh, platforms. Do not install any apps that sent to us. Uh, or do not click on any link and someone sent to us and asked us to download and install an app that was not coming from official app store. Now, this is a very clear sign of uh, a risk. If anyone sent us a link or sent us an app itself to ask us to install it. Second thing is, is always keep your phone updated. Uh, whenever there's any patches, uh, updates, just install the updates and um, stay safe when you are connected to the internet. Do not use public Wi-Fi for financial purposes. You know, the practice all the common sense that mm. we, 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 yeah, we know. Yeah. CF, thanks very much for speaking with us. And a happy Lunar New Year to you. That was CF Fong, uh, CF Fong the CEO of LGMS Berhad, talking to us about the trial pilot project that's being held in Singapore between Android and Google um, to help reduce scams. He has a very positive view about it. Of course, it's a great experiment to see whether it can be replicated in Malaysia is key. But the question here is, you know, sometimes we get so lured and caught up right, mm. by all these downloads and in the heat of the moment, do you just download them? The answer is no. I think sometimes when there's an offer that's too good to be true in Singapore, a lot of them were like, you know, cheap roast up for like a Singapore dollar. That's why people uploaded these apps or at least clicked on the link. Don't do that. Mm. Anything too good to be true is probably a fake.
I mean, a scam for sure. Indeed. And don't forget that these scammers also tend to prey on fear, right? Fear of some somebody doing something wrong and being penalized. I think we all need to, whenever we see those types of messages, just take a step back, verify where it comes from um, and make sure that you don't click on any links that look suspicious. Uh, so, yes, uh, let's hope that more people start doing that. 8.47 in the morning. We're going to head into some messages. But when we come back, we will be discussing the road safety measures that we should be keeping in mind in light of the hometown exodus during Chinese New Year. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.